Hey there, Bri here. Today we are talking about planning your perfect safety awareness event. And I will tell you, there is something that most safety managers don't do, and that is measuring the results and getting a return on investment. So let me show you how to do it. Let's get to it. This is Safety Bri, your number one safety geek. Why do we have the behaviors that we do? Superheroes in the workplace, right? All of those things that go into making you an effective safety manager. I love what we do. Motivation, learning, teaching, training, teamwork. I, I geek out over that just as much as I do safety. Hello, 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 and welcome to The Safety Geek. My name is Bri, your number one safety geek. I love geeking out over this stuff. Here at The Safety Geek, we are always talking about management support and commitment, the psychology of safety, and how to build your safety culture. And today, we're going to talk about how to plan the perfect safety awareness week. Now, you might be thinking, a whole week? Why do I have to do a whole week? And what the heck is this safety awareness event that you're talking about, Bri? I don't know what you mean. So let's get to it. So first off, a safety awareness event is where you are actually focusing on a specific topic or a broad range of topics related to safety to build awareness to the subject with your management team as well as your employees. Now, I like to do them as an entire week because that makes it memorable. So think about it. If you're already doing like a daily pre-shift meeting or toolbox talk, or maybe you're doing a weekly safety meeting or a monthly safety workshop, it's only one event and it's a very short period of time. That is not as memorable as something that goes on for an entire week. Now, you might be confused, so I have created a calendar for you. So if you go to thesafetygeek.com forward slash 44, you will see the show notes for this episode. And there is a link to download a sample Safety Awareness Week calendar that lists everything that I generally do for my Safety Awareness Weeks. So be sure you grab that if you're getting a little bit confused. And then you can follow along with everything that I'm saying here. Okay, so the reason why you're doing it for a week is to make it memorable. So the way the memory works is that you need to have repetition in that memory. You need to expose them to the same information multiple times for it to go from that short-term memory and not just go to the long-term memory because it generally does that pretty quick, but to stay in the long-term memory and develop that neural network to where they can retrieve the information quickly. Because the way that our memories work is that you actually... Things go into your long-term memory after a few seconds, but it's retrieving that memory is where we end up being stuck and where people forget things. So when you have a week-long event, you are basically compounding them with the safety information over and over again. It's really driving home that message. And this is what makes it different than an employee appreciation event. So a lot of times companies will do an employee appreciation event. And I love these. I think every company should do them. They should give back to their employees. They should appreciate them. It should be something that they do often, right? But the purpose of an appreciation event is just to say thank you. It's just to say, hey, thanks for working hard. Thanks for coming in every day. Thanks for, thank you for moving the company forward. Employees are our most valuable asset, right? But there is no definitive purpose of that event other than showing gratitude, 
So when you compare that to a safety awareness week, you can actually take your safety awareness event and make it focused. You can make it measurable and you can get return a return on your investment if you're planning your event correctly. All right, so that's why we want to do it for an entire week or multiple days, because we really want to get it driven into their long-term memory, make it easily retrievable, and make it easy for them to instill everything you're teaching them and internalize it and get it into uh, their habits and their normal routines. So to do this, you don't want your safety awareness event to be very widespread. You don't want a different topic every single day. You want some theme to your event. So look at your trending data and identify a problem area. And then that can become the goal of your safety awareness event. So let, or it could be that you are launching a new process or a new um, program, or you're changing something within your facility, right? So I had an event one time where we were going from just slip resistant shoes to safety toed boots, right? So instead of just making the announcement and saying, this is what we're doing starting Friday, this is the policy, you make it an event. You actually you know, do several days of PPE training and bring out the boot truck. You just do all different activities to really get them to understand why the policy has changed and to make sure that at the end of it, everybody understands it. Not only will you get a return on your investment because you'll have increased compliance within that area, you will roll out your program a lot easier. So that is one focus area you can do. If it's a program or a process change or something new, you can create an event around that. I like to call those kickoffs instead of safety awareness events because we're kicking off a new program or a new policy or something like that. You can also look at your trending data and identify problem areas. Maybe it is an area where people are always getting injured or accidents are happening. Maybe it's a high risk safety area, or maybe you're seeing a lot of non-compliance in that area. So in my sample calendar that you can download when you go to the safety geek, dot com forward slash 44. It actually does that type of event. So I selected two to three areas. So it was PPE, fall protection, and hazard communication. I selected three areas and that was the focus of the entire week. So everything kind of related back to one of those three things. We also threw in some safety at home type of thing too, because PPE applies even at home. So I think there's a lawn care activity or something like that in there, or lunch and learn or something like that. So that is another way that you can do it. Other focus areas could be on a specific area. So let's say that your fall protection compliance was really bad, or it's um, OSHA's fall protection month, right? You can do a two to three day event just on fall protection, or you can make it a week long. I don't know how you would do just fall protection for a week, but you could, but you could do two to three days on fall protection if you wanted to, to really drive home those fall protection safety rules. You could also do it on like wellness. So one time I went to my safety committee and I said, I want you to do an awareness event, pick a topic and you guys are in charge of it. And they picked stress management and we did an entire week of stress management. So even though that doesn't have anything to do with like PPE or lockout tagout or machine guarding, which were our biggest areas, it was so well received because my safety committee was 
they knew what the culture needed at that time. We did like stretching mornings and walking in the afternoon. We did all these little stress-free events. We even handed out like rulers that had, you know, measure your stress rate and things like that. So it was so much fun. And it was one of the most successful events because my employees led it and my employees chose the topic. So pick a, pick a topic, process, a program, just your high hazard areas, right? And that is going to be the focus of your event. Next, you want to create a method to measure success of your event. And this is where a lot of people mess up. They don't necessarily measure, take any measurements of their event. So before you even start planning your event, measure where you currently are. Like how is compliance with fall protection right now? How's compliance with PPE? What kind of accidents and injuries are you seeing? Maybe do a survey of your employees and see what the morale is. What's the attendance lately? What's, what's going on? So create a baseline and then from there decide on a goal. We're going to do this safety awareness event, but then we are going to have a goal of reducing our slip and fall injuries by 10% over the next three months, or a goal of reducing absenteeism by you know 20%, whatever it happens to be, there should be a goal attached to the awareness event. You need to have the goal so that way you can determine what a return on investment is going to be. Because our next step is planning the event and figuring out a budget. The goal of your safety awareness event should be that you have measurable results at the end of it. And those measurable results should last for a couple of months, if not, you know, weeks to months. I would say at least two months if it was a a successful event that over the next couple of months, you would see some improvement in whatever your focus area was. These events work so well, you can actually do one every quarter just on a different topic. So now we're going to pull out a calendar. We're going to pull out a calendar and across the top, you're going to have your days of the week. And then down the side, you're going to put all the different types of activities that you can do. Because we're not just going to say, oh, we'll just do a safety meeting every day on that topic. That's not fun. That's not engaging. That's not going to get into their long-term memory. So you want to make it fun. So you want to add in some games. Maybe you want to add in some prizes and some awards. Definitely add food because Everybody loves food. I will tell you my biggest thing, I I experimented with so many different snacks and foods and all of that. During Halloween, we did a candy bar. That was a huge success. And then a taco, not a taco bar, a nacho bar. That was the next one that everybody loves. So you had like nachos and then you had a whole table of all the different fixings that they could put on their nachos. That went over far better than burgers and fries. I will tell you that. That was a surprise. So definitely have food. And even though the food can't necessarily be related to your topic, that kind of just makes it more of an event atmosphere. It makes it more like a party atmosphere. You can also do safety demonstrations. So if you grab my free um, guide, which is called The Five Surprising Ways, that you can make your employees crazy over safety. There's lots of demonstration ideas in that. You can get that at thesafetygeek.com forward slash five ways. And um, you could do demonstrations, you could do lunch and learns, you can make sure that all of your meetings, your toolbox talks, your pre-shift meetings are all focused on the same topic. You can send out safety spam emails to everybody or text messages, reminding them about everything. And you wanna make announcements every day because it's like a whole event for the entire week. And then you're going to plan all of this out on your calendar. What are you going to do every single day? 
And then we're going to put a budget to it. So for every item that you wanna do in your event, how much is it going to cost you? What do you have to buy to play that game? How much will the food cost? Is it gonna be catered? What is your cost on any promotional items that you give out? Like how we gave out our little stress our stress rulers. Um, how much, uh, what is your budget for awards and prizes and incentives and all of that? Get it all down in paper. How much is this event going to cost? And then add 10 to 20% to that for a buffer because things always cost more than what we think, right? You get me, it's life. And now you have the cost of your event and then you have your goal. What is the return on investment? How much money are you going to save when you meet that goal for this cost? Now you can present it to your management team. You have everything you need. You have your focus area, your goal, your plan, your budget. And now how can they say no to you? If it's going to cost $1,500, but it could likely save us $20,000 over the next three months, that's a no-brainer. Your event not only gets approved, it gets the support of your management team. And that brings me to the next thing is don't ever try to do this alone. So plan it out. And even during the planning stage, you can go to your employees, you can go to your frontline supervisors, to your management team, and you can brainstorm activities and ideas, things that you want to do or talk about during the event. But when you actually go to do the work, make sure that you assign every activity to someone to, to work on that so that it's not your name doing every single one. You want to have a team effort. One, because it's exhausting to do it all by yourself. And believe me, I did my first one all by myself and I literally lost five pounds in that one week just because I was running around so much. And two, because that shows management support for safety. And it really kind of shows like, hey, they're actually out here participating in the event. We've talked about this before with, you know, picking charities and things like that with your employees. It's actually more important not just to give them the money, but to do the work too. So it's great that your management team approves the awareness week, but you actually need them helping you and, you know, cooking the burgers or leading a toolbox talk or playing games with the employees. You need them doing those types of things. We did a carnival one one time. And that was really cool. And then we had a different supervisor uh, leading each, um, each uh, booth. And every game in the carnival was related to our topic. Except for the dunking booth, we always threw in some, some fun stuff there too. And then at the end of your week, after everyone has helped and it has been just an amazing event, make sure that you end it with a bang. I love to end my awareness weeks with like a big town hall meeting where the leader of the company talks about how it was such a great week and everything that they learned for the week. So it's kind of like a recap of everything that they've learned, kind of gives them that summary in their head, right? And then um, maybe have them sign a banner. I've, if you do like commitment banners or anything like that, you can have them sign a banner, you could celebrate it. You can hand out little promotional items and stuff like that. Just end it with something big. Everybody loves like maybe awards at the end, like superlative awards and things like that. Like who had, 
who had the craziest uh, game score and whatever games you were playing. So it can make it a lot of fun. But now that the event is over, it's time to measure those results. So over the next several weeks or months, make sure that you are measuring the results and comparing it to your focus area of your event. So that way you could do a debrief with your management team and say, okay, you invested $1,500 in this week or however much it happened to be. And this is the result we got. And this is the savings that we had as a company. So you're actually showing your value as a safety manager to the company. So that is extremely important. Alrighty, my safety friends, there was lots of freebies in this one. So remember, go to the safetygeek.com forward slash 44. You'll find all the links to all the freebies for this one. So you could get the calendar. You can, there's also a link to that five ways to make your employees crazy for safety there as well. Um, or you can go to the safetygeek.com forward slash five ways. And I will chat with you next week. You have an amazing week. Bye for now. Check out the show notes and links for this week's show at thesafetygeek.com. Hey, did you know that there is a Facebook group for safety geeks just like you? You can find it on the Safety Geek page at facebook.com forward slash the safety geek. And then just click the join group button. Be sure to join the group where we share safety manager stories and best tips and tricks within the community. Thanks for listening and have a safe day. I'll talk to you soon.